Hey, Andrew. Hey, 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 Andrew. Hello? Hello? Anybody? Oh, oh, um. Ring, 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 ring. Hello? Hi, hi, hello? Uh, this, this is Jay. I, 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 I'm coming to you from, from, uh, uh, the, the podcast bunker. I've been told there's a really bad podcast storm outside. You gotta get into your bunker, man. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I, I do need to get up. You're right. You're right. Let me just let me just get this big metal door. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. Okay. Okay. <laughs> close it behind me. Okay. Um, good. Good. Thank you so much for the warning. Um, while I have you here, Jay, Jay Extreme Salsing, <laughs> additional postage required of the Marmoset Chronicles and Interstitial Season Three. Uh, do you want to make a podcast? Yeah, I mean, I, I've got, like, a couple board games down here and, like, some other stuff. No, 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 shut the fuck up of, about like, board games. Do you want to make a podcast? Well, that's what I mean is there's not much else to do down here, so yes, <laughs> but what would it be about? <laughs> I have a uh, I have a note here. I, I Last week I said if you have a... Uh, if you have a suggestion for a podcast, please DM message it to me in the non-asks on Tumblr. This has led to two things. One, I have a an amazing amount of podcast suggestions. Thank you. Two, I realized that the whole point of people posting their podcast suggestions is to get people to see the podcast minds and potentially listen. It's free advertising. And I've yeah. kind of thrown that out with the bathwater by having people anonymously DM me the fucking suggestions. Yeah, you, you've kind of turned this into a bit of a secret club. This is like the bar that's good in town, but that no one will tell you is good because that like mm -hmm. somehow defeats the magic. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and this also means I can't suggest it to anybody. Um, Andrew, uh, sorry, <laughs> force a habit. Jay. It's okay, buddy. Anonymous suggests high school PE confessional slash group therapy okay. as, a, as a subject for a podcast. Were you a good uh, gym student? So, Riley, uh, this is where I, I remind you and tell some of your audience mm. for the first time. I was a homeschooled child. So You're this right. is a weird question for me right off the bat. Because I, <laughs> until college, PE was just, uh, when I was a teenager, me and two of my friends going to the gym after our shitty band practice for our bad band we had. You're completely right. You never had to run the mile. No, I, I mean, we would, like, I did run a mile, and it was a, a shitty lap, but I never had, like, the, you know, cartoon 45-year-old man with no visible eyeballs and an enormous mustache <laughs> yelling at me to do it the whole time. I Riley, fucking... Yeah, please, tell me. I want to know, because for me, like, does that mean that the only person you had to dis disappoint when failing to run the mile is your parents themselves? <laughs> I mean, my parents, like, my parents didn't actually care about PE that much is the real answer. My, like, Fuck no, yes, dude. Well, no, so, so the real answer is I grew up, <laughs> Riley, we're getting into, we're getting into some, like, talking about our childhood shit right off the bat. This is a good episode of the podcast, Mines. <laughs> um... So, so we were, it's funny, we were actually just talking about it before the show. I grew up in the woods, kind of like around the mountains and stuff. And my parents, mm -hmm. when I moved there, were like, there was like a trailhead on the road yeah. I lived on. Like you could go take like hike hikes 
uh, two trailheads actually. And so my parents were like, oh yeah, our kid's going to love nature. He's going to like go out all the time. No, they raised a nerd <laughs> who likes anime and video games and Legos. But like, Dumb I hiked shit. a lot. I hiked a lot with my dad as a kid and then would like jump in the lake and swim around. Mm. So that was really it. As long as I was utilizing the natural world around me, that was all the PE I needed. So if you give me a confessional, all I will confess is that perhaps I didn't love strongly enough. <laughs> well, that's great for you, Jay. I had the record for the longest mile in my, in my middle school. <laughs> Now, when you say longest, that means it took you the longest to do, right? Not that they, like, added yeah. more distance onto it. No. <laughs> no, it took me the longest to do because I walked it because I didn't want to <laughs> run. And they would say, Riley, we're going to keep the rest of the class here while you walk the mile. If, if, you, if you waste everyone's time, you're going to waste everyone's time. And I said, okay. And then I walked the mile for 35 minutes. <laughs> Oh, my God. That, well, I mean, listen, and you're right to do it because, yeah, like, that's not your problem. That is the teacher choosing to waste mm -hmm. everyone else's time to uh -huh. try and make you feel bad. And luckily, I think there was a combination of people agreed with that concept and also people didn't want to go to another class. So it was kind of a win-win situation. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody mm -hmm. had to do anything, and all I had to do was spend a little bit more time frolicking outside. Now, so yeah, did, so you didn't like make enemies by doing this, other than your I teacher. I don't think so. I'm also a famously like un uh, unattentive person. I have been out with Mandy, and like she has said, like those people are staring at you. And I go, oh really? I haven't noticed. They're just stare, they're staring just daggers at you. Wow. <laughs> no, no, I had no idea. Do, 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 do. <laughs> now I want to know what you were doing to make them stare daggers at you. I was wearing red overalls, brightly colored pants, and a floral shirt. Oh, so you looked hot as shit. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone should have been staring at you. They looked so mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dumb people will do that. Oh, good well, lord, Jace! Since we don't have much, much high school PE confessional slash group therapy, yeah. uh, I'm gonna. Do you have a suggestion before I continue to move down my anonymous asks list? Yeah, I have no idea uh, how much mileage this will get, but uh, like I was telling you before we started recording, I immediately before getting on this call drove through half an hour of the worst freezing rain of my life, mm -hmm. some of the worst mm -hmm. weather I've ever driven in. In. Uh, I would like to suggest podcast where, yeah, sorry, I need to say it right. This one comes from me. Okay, there we go. We have to say it that way perfect, so it's right perfect. so it's funny. Um, po podcast you make for people who are driving through awful weather to calm them down <laughs> or give them practical advice while they are on the road. I don't know about you, but I turn off my fucking radio. When it gets bad enough, I turn off everything. It is, mm -hmm. it is white knuckle, no sound. I am leaning over <laughs> the fucking dashboard, staring forward and praying yeah i i get that i will sometimes do that but other times like tonight i have a big playlist of prog rock play uh, downloads my phone <laughs> a lot of it all instrumental prog rock and so i'm just driving through freezing rain so bad that like everything in front of me is blurry uh on a very flat section of road which makes it worse because it just feels like it's that forever in every direction uh -huh. and it's very foggy while it's just that sounds so stressful dude. It was 
is awesome. <laughs> that that is what like that is I I am very much a give me loud noise that I can block out and I will focus better type of person and that is just how I create that space for myself. I I am like <laughs> I'm a man. I know you said prog rock, and my brain heard you say prog rock and is like soaking it in. But I am imagining like a uh, fucking Kavinsky ass techno <laughs> just blasting as you're driving and just can't see anything in any direction except suddenly the reds of another car's <laughs> lights appearing in front of you. It, it, it was dubstep <laughs> when I was a teenager, so you're not too far. It, it was definitely a little bit of call 911. <laughs> like it was, there was some Skrillex. There was some Datsik. There was all those mid, <laughs> mid-2010s dubstep men. <laughs> they there's certainly a got me that I, yeah. as, as I listen to the two of us talk to each other there's a little bit where I'm like I feel sorry for anyone who's listening to their podcast at 1.25 speed or anything because you and I are already fast yeah. talkers you and I you're going to lose all syllables baby you and I live our lives at 1.25 speed <laughs> It's why it's why I can't listen to things that way. It's it's like uncanny valley. <laughs> it's like oh no, this is how I sound. Yeah, is this I'm what not people supposed- hear? <laughs> um, are you do you consider yourself a good driver in the in inclement weather? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, like, so I I went to college even further into the mountains than I grew up in, and so I had to do a lot of like drives in to and from college through like mm-hmm. the mountains in really bad snow and shit. And so I definitely like. <laughs> I learned how to drive in a place where you have to be a safe driver or you will fall into a lake. You will drive your car into a lake where tourists are driving their boats. Like, that is just a thing you need to learn. Um, So, yeah, I I do. How about you, Riley? How's your driving? I... I also think I, I think I, I I am great in in like whiteout conditions and snow. <laughs> I, I think that is like the highlight of my driving ability. Um, I I when it when it is when it is dark, I turn in when it, when it is hard to see due to like fog, rain, whatever the fuck. I turn into the most observant human on the planet, and I feel super satisfied with my ability. <laughs> we drove during um that. Did you know about that big fuck off winter storm that like came through uh, the Midwest and like it was like whiteout conditions? They were like, "A storm is coming. Return to your homes." L- like and this past like winter. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I feel like I mean I know you and Andrew and Chris and enough people out that way that yeah I heard about it. Yeah, we we drove that night oh, to no. the, or that day to the Quad Cities because we were like, well, we could probably beat it. We we really couldn't. It was so weird because you'd go from being able to see and you'd see like on the horizon, like Silent Hill ass, it fades and that fade just gets closer and suddenly you're in it like a small cloud. Uh-huh. The entire way back, I followed the the red tail lights of a quick med uh, vehicle <laughs> and like I lost <laughs> them God. at some point. They vanished too far and I was like, I, I knew I need to keep up with them because I know I can trust their driving, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they vanished. I got to leave them and and we made it through. It was very scary. There are times when like they just like. 10 feet in front of the car, a semi truck would just appear on the side of the road and just whip by you. And you're like, this oh. sucks, dude. This being near one blows. of those, being near an 18 wheeler during bad weather is the worst fucking thing in the world. It is so scary. You're mm-hmm. so much bigger. I'm just a little guy trying to get to <laughs> get home. 
I I had I had lost sight of that fucking quick med truck, but then about twenty minutes from or ten minutes from like our destination, we were driving, and Mandy goes, "Riley, look!" And I look to the right, and there's Quick Med again. We had caught up. Yeah! And I was like, "Yes, yes, he made it on the st- what? A, I want to call the number on his fucking on the, on the back of the car that says, "Can you do you like my driving?" To be like, I followed them through like the lighthouse, <laughs> giving this man a raise. <laughs> I love their driving. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, th- there was there was uh, one one of the drives back from college I took. There was there's two ways to get back home from college. One is like directly through all these like twisting mountain roads, and then which is kind of like diagonally south. Then the other is you go a different way that takes you to a highway, and then that goes mm-hmm. south. And that's the safer way to go when it's snowy, just because the highway is like better kept. So I'm driving on this route towards where the highway is, and there it, it's like really bad snow. I should have just like spent another night there or something but um Mm -hmm. there's this field of wind there's this wind farm field with just like Mm -hmm. a bunch of those you know the the big wind farm fans and they all have those little red blinking lights on them so it's snowing so bad that you can't see the the fans the turbines but you can see this like horde of blinking lights and later a friend of mine who also drove that row home confirmed for me yeah i was like listening to like porter robinson as i drove through there and it felt like i was in a different world and i was like yeah man absolutely sometimes you teleport when the weather's bad mm-hmm. enough you just teleport you just you enter into the drive you know how the flash has the speed force yeah let yeah. me introduce you to the drive force the drive force the force they go into in the movie drive now speaking of drive, let's talk about things that uh that we that we would drive us as podcasters. I have a suggestion here from Anonymous that oh, says explain podcaster cultural touchstones like Frasier or whatever. I am fascinated by the idea that A, Frasier is a podcaster specific cultural touchstone, and B, what do you think podcaster t- cultural touchstones are? If you had to make a list specifically. Yeah. I'm making a squinty face right now because I really don't know. And I'm also I'm also confused by Frasier being one. So I, I, th- I think what the asker has conflated here a little bit is like a certain level of internet thing. Like, like mm-hmm. the, you know, the recent obsession with Columbo in the last like five years or whatever yeah. is not a podcaster thing, but it's a thing you know, I know, a lot of our other podcaster yeah. friends know because we're in the same circles. What mm-hmm. is podcaster pop culture apart from just like finding the least annoying way to say that you have a podcast because i've been trying to figure that out i've told my friend my like family about additional postage required my aunt is proud of me for it and i'm like that's awesome i have no idea how you pitch that your your nephew has a podcast in a way that isn't annoying I felt abs- I had to I had to talk about having a podcast as like Mandy had a uh, had work friends over and I was I was talking I had there and I let slip that I do podcasts and like oh what about and I had to inhale deeply and think which of my shows is the most most approachable <laughs> from it, do I pitch the podcast minds do I pitch never believe it yeah. <laughs> what do I hand a stranger and go this is my work. You know, I mean, like the, the in the real that one that's fascinating because then podcaster culture becomes like, y- you know, a very like uh, uh, dancing around. 
I don't know if this is the right way to put this, but like, almost like dancing around coming out of the closet type of thing of like figuring out, you know what I mean though? Where it's like, how do, do I tell my parents? Do I tell my parents? Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, like, how do I, how do I, how do I tell, oh, my uncle has just asked me a question that if I were to answer truthfully would reveal that I'm part of a thruple. How do I explain yeah. that? You know, just like any part of queer culture, it doesn't have to be coming out, like any part of queer culture, explain explaining it to someone who you don't really know if they can hang. That's kind of did, what we're talking about here. I did this at work today with Star Wars. There's somebody I work with that like the other day we were on the phone because because they had to call me for some shit and they were like, oh, I didn't. And we Star Wars came and they're like, oh, I didn't know you were into Star Wars. I was like, oh, yeah, I am a little bit. You know, I, I, I like this and this and this and then the extent of that. And today they messaged me. <laughs> we were talking and I mentioned I mentioned Obi-Wan Kenobi's a DILF and they said are you a Corky Kree's truther and I was like oh shit we're in the we're, we are in the thick of it right now wow <laughs> Jay do I, you know who Corky is I hey Riley I don't tell me about Corky Kree's Satine who's the former Duchess of Mandalore uh, who went on the run with Obi-Wan Kenobi as her guardian during okay. the, Mandal- the the Mandalorian Wars. I know this And the lady. two of them got, got very close. And <laughs> <laughs> definitely, like, Satine has said, I love you, and then been murdered. Um, and Obi-Wan has been racked with guilt about it. Satine has a nephew that has, like, strawberry blonde hair with a little quaff. And, he, you know, he has a certain jawline. Okay. And he does, you know, it does math out right, right? You, you, yeah. That war was like 16 years ago. Yeah. Okay. All you right. Know, the, Jedi, the Jedi Code says no attachments. It doesn't say anything specific about, you know, intimacy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Corky. Yeah, <laughs> Corky Grease is, is well rumored to be Obi-Wan Kenobi's illegitimate son. It really and I just sucks. wasn't expecting... Mm-hmm. I just wasn't expecting to see that over uh, over a work DM. Yeah, that's amazing. It does really suck that Obi Wan's child is named Corky. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's like what that's happens just, when you're a deadbeat dad. That's just about the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Is that his <laughs> his kid is named Cork? His his kid is named something. Oh yeah, you sent me a picture. That's Obi Wan's son right there. Um, <laughs> like it really does suck that he's named like. Uh, an animated character from when my mom was a kid. Like, <laughs> oh, it's it's Corky, Rocky and Bullwinkle's friend. Like, that's what I hear when I hear Corky crease. Um, but I, I I love I love that act of slowly like leaving breadcrumbs of like yes. these are my interests. Sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle to see if anyone bites. And you're like, ah, yes, come over here. Bam! And he whack him over the head like a hitman character yeah. and carry them into the into the loser zone. And well, you're like, all right. The, the other, what's also great is the version of that where you are both like, tr- where, where you and someone else in, let's say a workplace setting, are both <laughs> trying to explain to someone else or to a group of people why something they like is like problematic without like... <laughs> Let's say it's J.K. Rowling. Let's say it's Harry Potter that's come up in your team's chat and two of your coworkers are just like talking about their big Potter love and you mm-hmm. and one other coworker are like trying to explain the whole turf thing. One of your coworkers starts being like, well, actually, I don't think she meant anything bad by the stuff she said. And then Uh-oh. you and, and then, and then you and your coworker, your, your coworker who's helping you try to explain that messages you on the side and is like, hey, 
I feel like you and I have both in this co- been this kind of conversation a lot. My 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 guy, it's not worth it. You know it's not worth it. I know it's not worth it. And you and you realize that you are the same. You, you know that you both actually care about trans people's lives in a way that your <laughs> your other people can only care about Ron Weasley. Um, you like, you you link arms. And, yeah. and you feel the glow pulse between mm-hmm. you. We are we are safe. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and because it's all of our team's chat it's like that moment in fantastic mr fox where he sees the other fox on a hill like a mile away and they just like wave to each other and go their separate ways in the night and like quietly cry <laughs> christ um the the other <laughs> the, the other thing i was going to say about like podcaster culture or whatever really the other part of it is just like podcasters in private channels complaining about other podcasts or talking yeah. talking gentle shit about other podcasts like you know <laughs> well i don't think we've gossiped about my brother my brother and me i don't think that would surprise anyone like you know we you got we've done that on this show yeah yeah that's right what am i talking about y'all y'all shit talk the mcelroys about as much as they deserve and i salute you for it every time it comes up <laughs> On Tumblr right now, one of my favorite genres of posts is like a text post that said was just browsing Pornhub and saw somebody comment Ooga Booga on one of the one of the videos and then hashtag Travis McElroy. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, so fucking funny every goddamn time I see Ooga it. Booga. Who do you? Th- <laughs> which- <laughs> yeah, no. Which, which, Mac- which McElroy do you think has the weirdest porn history? <laughs> Griffin. Yeah, I didn't say more about that. <laughs> I I don't want to. Okay, no, we don't have to. We, after I said that, I remembered that I, I know this is legitimately a thing you don't love talking about, so we sincerely don't have to. Um, I, I, I think it's Justin. Justin is too peachy and normal and, and nice in every other way. This is his dark secret is he just, he, he like watches videos of women rubbing their feet in butter all night. <laughs> He's a deep Disney freak is the thing. Oh, that is yeah. a secret. He's his a secret deep freak, is- all right. <laughs> I was listening to well, Mandy was listening to the 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 new season of Adventure Zone and there's like a there was like a introduction it, it takes place in a theme park. I don't know if you know this. Mm-hmm. And there's a there was a introduction to it by a different person and Mandy was like I recognize this fucking voice. And it's cuz it's the the lady from Disney Food Blogs. Oh, that's <laughs> we watched their videos when we were prepping for Disney. We were like, "Oh my god." That's wild. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> I love how much he loves theme parks. New season of Adventure Zone's kind of good, actually, if you haven't I, tried it. Yeah, it all comes back around eventually. <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm looking through my suggestions list here. I have here <laughs> a suggestion from the uh, the Discord. Let me scroll down to it. Pick up. Excuse me. I'm going to delete that burp. <laughs> This is a suggestion from Cello Buster, a podcast where the guest hits shuffle on their music player of choice and has to explain their relationship to whichever five tracks play randomly. Okay. Hey, Jay. Yep. I've already got Spotify open. Yep. Can you shuffle all your music on Spotify? Are you you somebody who has like a master playlist or do you use liked songs correctly? I do both. So what I, what I have honed is I have liked songs, which is just everything, you know, that I like. And then I have a master playlist that I kind of rotate stuff in and out of. That's like, yeah, I feel like right now this is something I would enjoy. Um, but I do right, have, right. I have uh, 6,884 liked songs and I am ready to hit play and tell you what comes up. 
Hit shuffle on that bad boy and tell me what you get. All right. First song we're getting is Atlas Stone by Haken. Uh, Haken, Haken is, like the mech game? Uh, H-A-K-E-N. I don't know what the thing you said is. <laughs> H-A-K-E-N. Okay. They're, they're, they're a band that does like, I, I don't think it's like Viking metal, but it's, it's like prog rock that feels very mythological. The, this album cover is like a smoky mountain that looks like fucking Bilbo Baggins is about to adventure mm-hmm. across it. How did you how did you find this band? Uh, I found them by talking to some friend who is into some prog when I was like talking to them to a friend about Coheed and Cambria, the original prog <laughs> rock band, the only one that counts. Uh, <laughs> please, please don't at me. I'm joking and I don't care about your opinions. Don't at me. Um, and, and I was recommended the song uh, Cockroach King by Haken, which is a really good, a really good track. <laughs> And uh, this is just the album that that song is from. This is not that interesting, but it is a very complicated, like, multi. I I like, kind of what we were talking about before with, like, driving and weird condi- in, like, bad mm-hmm. re- weather conditions. Sometimes if music is really complicated, all the, like, key changes and different instruments and, like, orchestral stuff going on and it just become, like, a singular solid background to whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like, it just becomes background noise, but in a positive way, I guess is what I'd say. I am looking at a picture of this band, and they look like an AI-generated face off of the same face. Yeah, they do. Six times. Yeah. (laughs) Different lengths of the same one beard. Like, like originally it was all one beard, and they all chopped it up, and each cut different amounts and put it on differently. (laughs) <laughs> that guy on the right on the, on the on the right middle did not get the message that he's supposed to look dead on straight on into the camera it is the only one cocked a little bit to the side that's hilarious riley let me, let me yeah let me hit you with one let, please, let's, let's, please let's do reverse this let's go into my work playlist i have a work playlist that is 1296 songs it. it is you know a, a big boy i made it because i needed to not listen to the red hot chili peppers six times a day at work yeah we, we, we all need <laughs> hey riley i now work out of a radio station i understand oh you got a new office that, yeah that's nice. yeah i work out of a radio station and i have heard uh I have heard uh, like Megan Trainor every day, three times a day for the last two weeks. Obsessed with your pronunciation of that name, but I'm gonna hit shuffle and Please. magically end on "You Will Remember Tonight" by Andrew WK. Oh hey, Jay. wow! Hey, what's up, Riley? How much do you know about Steve Mike? <laughs> I I know I have read some of the Andrew WK article that uh you and Marn and like a and Jory and like most of our fr- mutual friends got obsessed with. I know he's a mysterious man. Tell me about this song and about the guy. So you will remember tonight is off of Close Calls with Brick Walls, Andrew WK's third album that was only released in I believe Japan uh because at the time he did not have at the time in as far as I understand is kayfabe, he did not have the rights to use the Andrew WK image in America. Okay, interesting. Because Steve Mike, who may or may not exist, <laughs> <laughs> 
hacked the website and left the letter for Angie WK saying that, you know, he will reveal his secrets. And then in the future, Andrew WK has referred to this as a friend, a old friend of mine got into some financial trouble and took it out on me. This is all a work. It okay. has to be. This is all this is all part of the the Andrew WK fiction. It's it's it, it is fiction in the way that an ARG is fiction and the fact that they don't mm-hmm. acknowledge that it's fiction. Right. right. And the fact is that since this has been going on for over 20 years at this point, mm-hmm. <laughs> that it's just like it, 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 it is baffling in the in its in its reality. And there is a quote that came up on a uh, on an Andrew WK fan site from somebody who said that from a new account that said they knew Andrew WK in high school and Andrew WK, when they asked when a teacher asked what they wanted to do with their lives in the future, said, I want to unmake my own existence. And then the the article writer <laughs> theorizes that that person who posted that was not a friend of Andrew WK, was just actually Andrew WK posting that. See, and the that, exact that, post mm-hmm. is. I want to provide indisputable proof that I do indeed exist and then spend the rest of my life unmaking that because the the feeling of searching for something and finding out things and that that feeling that you get when you are when you are solving a puzzle is one of the best feelings in the world. And I want to do that forever. The party never stops. No jokes, only labyrinths. <laughs> No jokes, only labyrinths. That's what uh, Machine Gun Kelly said to Megan Fox when she when she decided to date him or whatever. Uh, <laughs> fucking no, like and and the thing about that is that, that could go so two ways where I completely would believe that uh that he wrote it himself. But also, if he didn't, if you were a student in that classroom, you'd fucking remember the kid who said. I'd that. remember when a motherfucker said, "I want to unmake my own existence." I would. I, I would remember Im- that every day. I would immediately fall in love with that kid because that's the most insane thing I'd ever heard. You. No. Everyone should Google Stereo Gum Andrew WK Steve Mike and read that article. It's so long and yeah. it's gotten weirder since that article came out. But it is a beautiful, beautiful work of journalism. So, uh, how's the song though? Oh, the song. Uh, let me hit play on it because I don't fully remember what it sounded like. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's just like when Andrew WK is kind of in his meatloaf phase. Where he yeah. sounds more like Meatloaf, but like if Meatloaf wasn't like a shitty conservative. Yeah, if Meatloaf wasn't like the most annoying band your dad could possibly like. Mm-hmm. It's it's very good. And it, again, the secret with Andrew WK songs is like you listen to the lyrics and like yeah, they say party, party, party or some shit. But also that every other other every other lyric is like you will look in the mirror and not recognize who you see. <laughs> the, yeah. the transformation will change you, and you will always be left wondering. We will kill our enemies. We will kill them. Kill them. Kill them. <laughs> like shots, 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 shots. Your body is an illusion. It is that. <laughs> I think this is a good podcast legitimately. I, I do too. I do too. I do I do quickly want you to know that my next song was Until the End by Breaking Benjamin. Uh which great. we talked about Breaking Benjamin just a little bit ago. We did. They're they're great. I, I saw them last spring and they were as good as they sounded to me when I was twelve years old. 
sometimes they just they just do it. I listened to the song Firefly off that first album, and I was like, that's right. I did love this band. I did wear scratches into this CD. <laughs> yeah. I listened all the fucking time. Absolutely, and I, I think I think that is what this podcast would be. It would be uh, people discovering songs that they still love in ways that maybe they didn't know they love, and it would be them uh, talking about conspiracy theories about what, about who musicians' real identities are. My next song would have been "Lay All Your Love on Me" by ABBA. Jay, do you have another suggestion? Jesus, for me? I need to stop you from talking about ABBA, so I sure fucking hope so. Hold on. <laughs> The answer's hold on a minute. I can. I can. Hold on. What I wanted to do was like get like a like a funny joke book to try and find podcast suggestions out of, but I I in no way had the time to do that. Um Are there other ones in the Discord to look If you at? don't have one, I have I... another one right here. I was I was hoping there would be more Is this is this one good? No, that's that's a very specifically you and Ryle, you and Andrew one. I can't step on that one. If you if you have an, please please go yeah. ahead, give me a next one. In lieu of speaking about ABBA, I have another suggestion here from you, from as you'd expect, anonymous on, on Tumblr. Beautiful. I think that's, that the the anonymity is really bringing something out of these people. Yeah. A podcast that tries to make a recipe as bad as possible by adding one more of a ingredient. Okay. Uh, Jay, what is your favorite meal in the world? What is my favorite meal in the world? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm Italian, right? I'm a quarter Italian. I'm Italian, <laughs> Riley. I love pasta. Um, what is like the worst thing you could do to a pasta sauce is immediately keep where my mind's adding going. basil. Yeah. Just you know- keep... Well, actually, the first thing you can do to pasta is add ricotta cheese and burn the edges of it. Fuck you, lasagna. Damn, that's that's wild from a guy who lives in a place where pizza just is lasagna. But okay, go off. Yeah, lasagna is better when the sides aren't burst and it's bread. Yeah, I don't know what to fucking tell you. Chicago did it again. Who the fuck is making you lasagna that the edges are burnt all the time? Get better lasagna. They shouldn't be crunchy. Come over to my parents' house. They'll make you amazing lasagna. Come to New York. My mom will make you a lovely laganza. I forsook all of the Italian in me when I cut my mother out of my life because I mm-hmm. don't ever have the urge for lasagna. I, me and Mindy have actually been having this conversation because she's often like, pasta sounds great right now. Baked ziti sounds great right now. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. Uh, what if instead we got tacos again? You, you, you just like, have too all- much associated with it to even even go near a uh, uh, single no, box I don't of even think it's that. I use again. That- I use that as a joke, right? Yeah. But like yeah. the real the real answer is like when I was genuinely raised, like I was raised more on bar food. And so I look at chicken fingers, burgers, and tacos and go, This is this is this is comfort. This, this is, is what beauty is. Yeah, yeah. I, I <laughs> you can't I get, get it. better than a taco. Like it is the it is God's perfect form factor. <laughs> So what do we do to a taco? Because I, I think you're right with pasta sauce. It's like too much, too much of any one seasoning. Like if you put too much fucking oregano in anything, really, mm-hmm. it just it just tastes the way an antique store smells. Is <laughs> really what you created? Or like imagine like have you ever had like a like a like a lemon chicken that's too lemon? Someone went definitely. a little bit too hog wild back there. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those. It's like it just and really again enhancing any one flavor is is the nightmare. I don't think you can add too much sauce to a mm. to a thing. 
But so, like with with a taco with a taco mm-hmm. specifically, there is a scale, and both ends of the scale are the perfect taco. On the right, you have a bad taco, which is perfect and delicious, where it's ground beef out of a crock pot, lettuce and cheese that you get after a church ceremony. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yep. It yep. is like bad, but it's beautiful. It's delicious. Absolutely. And on the far left side, you have like an amazing fucking fancy like like do I. Let me look. Let me look up. Let me look at my favorite restaurant. Do, do you like a Baja taco? Do you like a fish taco? I've had fish tacos and they're fucking great. They're amazing. Hell yeah! I feel like I feel like a really good fish taco is like one of mm-hmm. the like I feel like royalty for eating a really good fish taco. Absolutely, I'm pulling up this list right now to just read uh, some of these tacos from this place that I fucking love, which is like. Uh, uh, flat, crispy roll tortilla, shredded chicken, potato hash, crema, que- queso, fresco, marita, serrano, salsa. It's so <gasps> fucking good, dude. It's oh, delicious. I just, it's I just so made good. the fucking pog champ face at the fucking microphone when you said that. Potato, I love like, this place so much. So, something that we that like it was important to me to learn is that real Mexican food puts goddamn potatoes in a burrito or yeah, a taco dude. sometimes, and that rips. That's some of the best goddamn mm-hmm. meat you'll ever do mm-hmm. some eating on. Oh, that sounds also lovely. Also showing you a picture of their pastor just because I believe pineapple belongs with savory, and it's Ooh. so goddamn good when it does. You're, you're, one, you're right. Hawaiian pizza's good. Uh, and this mm-hmm. sounds... I've never had pineapple on a taco, but I certainly would. So, yep. so pork, yeah, cilantro, so, onion, salsa. I think that the way you would ruin these delicious creations, yes, is is is. Hmm. I think if these tortillas were any fucking bigger, that, if they sure. went too hard and they added too much, if it was too much, if you had the fucking burrito tortillas, no, you'd fuck this whole thing up. No, 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 no. You need these little guys. You need yeah. these little like corn tortillas. Mm-hmm. Do, do you like them soft shell, hard shell? Because to me, hard like a too crumbly hard shell obviously ruins it because then it just breaks and falls apart. Mm-hmm. And that's genuinely why I don't get tacos often is because I've I've encountered that one too many times. I'm a soft shell person at heart, and mm-hmm. frankly, I am a huge flour tortilla person. I'm I make wraps and breakfast burritos, and if I I need like multiple packs of tortillas in the house, such so that I've tried to figure out a more efficient way to have tortillas other than just buying a ten pack every time. <laughs> yeah, I need I need more. <laughs> you you, you got to get a a Sam's Club or BJ's account or what you know whatever you have over there. Go to like the wholesaler and buy like a a giant box of five hundred tortillas and just keep the rest in your freezer. I'm realizing right now as we hit the 38th minute Jay that the reason that I may that we're able to end this show on a on a on a high ho without discussing is that Andrew and I have this sort of antagonistic energy that works very well <laughs> but but you and I simply do not have <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah cuz you you and Andrew are Riley and Andrew, you and me are Riley and Riley. <laughs> yeah. and so so with that jay i simply tell you thank you so much for coming out tonight and hi ho hi ho that was a great one hey do you want to start a restaurant